joining us now, former Cougar and, of course, our Cougar insider here on The Zone. He's our good friend, Will Snowden. What's up, Will? How are you? Gentlemen, how are you doing? Hey, we are doing great. We were just talking about Tyson Williams. I know you have been uh, extremely high on this guy even before the season began, and I thought we really saw why uh, against the Vols over the weekend. Oh, uh, yeah. He, I, obviously, I'm feeling really good about what Tyson did. and <laughs> I, I don't know if he has any in my pregame, but it was very clear that I wanted to see him getting a lot more touches a lot more opportunities, and uh, they gave it to him. I, listen, I, I'm an ex-running back. I, I would have liked to see a few more touches, and and I'm hoping this week that I, we get a chance to see that. So how how is what is the correct balance then between allowing Zach Wilson to do what he likes to do, wing the ball around, and Tyson Williams letting him carry the ball? How are you breaking that down? Well, one of the things that people, a lot of people don't see in the game plan is they're running a lot of RPO. So, so really what Zach is seeing, you know, sometimes he'll pull it and, and uh, let it rip, and sometimes he'll give the ball to Tyson. You know, I, I love what Zach's doing, but I really hope that the coaches will decide that, no, we're going to go a little bit less RPO and actually designed runs and run the ball at these guys because, you know, anytime you're playing a team like Tennessee or a team like USC, you're going to see a lot of talent, a lot of speed, uh, and BYU just won't match up player for player. Um, so I, I think that without a doubt, I, I want to see more, you know, really controlled runs without the RPO. But um, will I see that? I don't know. But I, I would like to see more of Tyson. I think he's a guy who needs, you know, 22, 24 carries. He's just going to get better with, with more touches, as we kind of saw in the game. Will Snowden with us here on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, you, you know, everybody thinks of that that final, I guess not the final play in regulation, but that big play from Micah Simon uh, to set up the game-tying field goal. But Micah, uh, on, in addition to that play, was absolutely balling out against Tennessee. What was the difference for him? How can he more consistently be the number one guy like that, Will? Well, well, I think he's going to be. I think that you know, last year was a rough year for Micah. Um, you know, he 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 was to the point where he started the season as a starter and ended the season barely playing. Right. So when you uh, he made a new commitment this off season that he, that would not happen to him again and that he was going to take a serious leadership role and he and he's done it. I mean, he looks good. His off season was unbelievable. He obviously was training very hard. Went back to Texas. Was training with Margin. Stayed here training, putting in work work with Ross Oppo. Um, this is a kid who really wants to be great. And then one of the things I love about him is it, watching him run down on kickoff. I mean, a lot of seniors don't want to do that, and he's committed to the team that, you know, and I want to do every single thing I can as a senior, and obviously he's putting it all on the line. So I, I think he's going to stay as the leader, um, as the number one guy. He's been a lot more effective getting in and out of his cuts and out of his routes, which is definitely needed there because, you know, we haven't had a guy on the outside these last couple of years that really is is – been considered dangerous and Micah now you know is going to have a lot of eyes on him and hopefully they'll roll some coverage over to him which will open up things for the other receivers well what did you make of BYU's defensive effort against Tennessee obviously you look at Fanua we had a bunch of tag we have 10 tackles and he had the the big uh, interception uh what'd you make of the overall effort 
I thought it was good. I mean, I, I was, you know, wasn't as many missed tackles, pretty sound. I, obviously, there's a lot of things to always to clean up, um, you know, as an analyst and as an ex, you know, as an ex player and as a coach. When I look at the film, I, I see some things, some pad levels still a little bit too high, a few more, you know, a few little things that, that need to be, you know, cleaned up from the corner play, uh, giving up some first downs on just basic things of knowing down and distance. But as far as the effort, I mean, BYU, these kids want to play, right? The defense at the end of the day has been a really bright spot. I mean, holding Tennessee to 16 points or 13 points or whatever it was, I mean, that's, that's a big deal. Um, and that should be that gives you an opportunity to win. Now, I want to be upfront. I think that BYU, if they want to win games like beat USC and beat Washington, it has to be on an ugly level game. You, we, you have to slow the game down with these guys, try and control the clock, run the ball with these guys, run the ball with these guys, take shots when you need to take shots, and they can stay in any game because the defense is going to, you know, they're a bend, don't break. And that's what you're kind of seeing from them, even against Utah. They played fine. They missed a lot of tackles. But that's a really good Utah offense, a really good Utah back. And when you get hammered like that so many times, like they, like Utah did to them, there, there will be some breakage. But really, when you think about it, you know, three of the touchdowns that they gave up were two pick sixes and a fumble um, in good in good field position. And even going for it on fourth down, giving them uh, the field goal. And I want to be clear, I'm not saying BYU should have beat Utah. I'm not saying they're on the same level this year. Utah deserves all the respect they get. Um, but there were a lot of mistakes and a lot of just kind of knucklehead play game, um, that put them in really bad positions. Will, what was your take on Tennessee? How good a team did BYU beat? Well, I think they beat a hungry team. I mean, obviously, you. one of the things that Hans and I talked a lot about during the game, just watching the game, you could really see how much both coaches wanted the game, right? A lot of pressure went into this game. That Tennessee coach, he damn sure knew what was on the line. He wanted to win. And his kids came out and they played hard. Um, but obviously they're down. There's a lot of confusion. You know, you had some backup play, backups playing. But I, I do agree that they gave BYU their best shot, and BYU stood toe-to-toe. It's not like they got blown off the ball, either side of the ball. I think the offensive line played really well. I think the defensive line played really well. So I think you see a Tennessee team that will surprise some people this year. Um, you know, they can run the ball. Those backs looked really, really good. The quarterback looked a little rattled. I mean, we got some pressure to him. But also, I think he was playing a little bit nervous as well because, you know, that coach was jumping down his throat quite a bit all game and I think that might have affected his uh, decision making where he didn't want to let the go- ball go um, particularly after that uh, interception to Fanoa. What do you think Will of uh, Zach Wilson's performance in that game he was he seemed a little rattled himself at times. Yeah he did I, I mean Zach I mean one thing people have to realize we've crowned Zach in this state and don't get me wrong I've crowned him I, I love Zach Wilson I uh, he has a a huge, huge, bright future, but but sometimes you can get crowned a little bit earlier to the to a little bit early. I mean, Zach, what what are we on? Is seventh start? Is eighth start? I, I don't I don't know what it is. Maybe 
seventh, eighth, sixth start. I don't, I don't know what it is, but I mean, you're going into a hostile environment, an SEC environment, um, an SEC de- defense with that type of speed. I think he was a little bit rattled, and I do put that back on the coaches to make sure that he they ease him into the game a little bit better. But what I do, what fans have to be excited about is the way that he reacted when the game was on the line. People don't understand how tight it is. I've been in those huddles before when the game is on the line, looking at your quarterback, and you've got to believe. And the fact is, Zach Wilson is a gunslinger. He's confident, and he's going to go out there and spin the ball no matter what he's done in the game. And he showed us that on on, on, um, on Saturday night. And I think he'll show it again. But I was most impressed with that slant he threw um, in the overtime. That ball was just – that was a dime. Um, and that's a big boy throw. That that that's that will make scouts say, "Oh, this kid has some. He has something." Will Snowden is with us, our BYU insider here on ninety-seven-five and twelve eighty. The zone. What do they have to do to beat the Trojans this weekend, Will? <laughs> a lot. There's a lot to be done to beat USC. Obviously, they have to have a great week of practice. They have to be able to control the the, the ball, right? They, so, two two things. It always starts in the trench. Can they control the line of scrimmage? I think they will. They will match up fine at the on both sides as far as the defensive line of defensive linemen. I think they'll play well. Offensive line, I think they'll play well. But really, what's going to be the thing that gets tested a lot is our secondary, and that hasn't been something that both of these teams, Tennessee and Utah. Didn't come out, you know, wanting to throw the ball all over the field. That wasn't their in the game plan. I think Tennessee looked at Utah and thought we can run the ball on these guys, and that's what they tried to do early. I think that's what Utah is going to do when they play BYU. They're going to smash the ball. I think USC will come out and throw the ball a little bit more, but um, the key to the key to the, the key to a victory for them is to slow the game down, in my opinion, and they have to get to this freshman quarterback, which is going to be a challenge of itself. I mean, he stands six eight. He looks like a man out there. He throws the ball really well. Um, there's just so many challenges with USC, but I do think they're going to battle, and I think this one's going to be a lot closer than people actually think. Man, I watched all of that Stanford-USC game, and I was really impressed with with uh, the freshman, like you were talking about, uh, I wonder what it, you know, playing on the road will that affect this kid at all? What is going to get in his way because he looked awfully poised, and like you talked about, that 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 SC passing game, those receivers are are just athletic and fast and, and yeah, gifted. I, I mean. Gordon, I mean, you, you, I mean, you put it so eloquently, and and the reality is, you're 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 seeing a juggernaut this weekend. I mean, that that's just the truth. USC, I mean, they've been down, but one thing they're never down on is talent, right? They they, they have the talent. So what it comes down to is can they can they rattle the quarterback? Can they get to him? Which we have not been known to have a really hard pass rush getting after the quarterback. Now, am I concerned about BYU in, in the running lanes? Usually we do a very good job staying, you know, staying in our gaps, protecting against the run. But this week, USC is going to want to throw the ball. They're going to test our corners. And really what you'll see is I think they won't go to the field much because that's where Dion is. So I think they'll test the other corners on that other side quite a bit. And so it's going to be a real challenge for them to actually, you know, Step up. This is their this is their chance. Also, I think that um, you know Austin Lee had a really good game. He's been playing pretty effective, and you know they've moved Zane back to free safety, and it was good that he was able to get that free safety work against Tennessee, where they weren't 
continuously pushing the ball up the field because he was a little rusty when I when I looked at the film and just watching some things. He was coming up on some things that he shouldn't have been, but that will be good to have that out of the way because when USC comes to play, you just can't give them an inch. You can't make it can't be a game of turnovers and making mistakes. So I'm hoping that the coaches are willing to trust the defense, slow the game down, run the ball at these guys, and take shots when they should take shots. Would encourage everybody listening and go into the game on Saturday on your way. Stop by JCW, say hello to Will and Hans, and or stop by after the game, celebrate a victory, or you know. Nothing uh, drowns your sorrows like a nice JCW's milkshake, Gordon. And, Are you uh, suggesting that there will be sorrows to drown? Uh, that's why I said either way. I said go uh, celebrate a victory or, yeah, or drown. Want, I know, but it seemed up. like Will. It seemed like he was stressing the latter. I, I, yeah, it, it did I seem know. that way. I, I took it as disrespectful, <laughs> but but at the end of the day, that you know, it, it, that's what he's known for. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, that's Will. I'm I think. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Will, you, you, enhance, you, you enhanced a terrific job, man. You do. Yeah, just, you really I appreciate you. We appreciate you guys and uh, love what you guys are doing, and uh, we'll see what happens this weekend. Thanks, Will. That's Will Snowden. Boy, he's right. That, second, that secondary is going to be tested. Yep, it is. And I know it's not your favorite kind of offense, but uh, that's what they're doing there at SC this year, and uh, they've got the receivers. They've got a quarterback now, and uh, the thing that really stood out to me was his poise. Because how many times do we see guys with big arms who make bad decisions, who get rattled, who do do things that they shouldn't do and they hurt their team? I mean, we see that all the time, right? So can BYU muster that, like Will was talking about? Will they be able to, you know, uh, get in his head? Yeah. Because it's been a real problem area for BYU to put pressure on a quarterback. 